Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the Galway City Your Council podcast series where we will share insights on the range of services, projects and people in the Galway City local authority area. Galway City Council provide a diverse range of services including beach maintenance, dog pounds, health promotion, strategic planning, tourism promotion and housing supply. This series will introduce you to some of the people delivering those services and the valuable work they do every day in Galway City. For more information on Galway City Council, please go to our website www.galwaycity.ie. I'm delighted to say our guest this week is Brian Barrett, who's the Acting Director of Services, an area that covers corporate governance and services, community, climate change. We also chatted about what makes Galway City such an attractive place for both companies and people to work and live in. Listen there. Brian, you're very welcome to the podcast. Great to see you. Thanks. Great to be here. Could you first, I suppose, tell us your role in the Galway City Council? Yep. Uh, I am an acting director of service. Uh, I This is probably my third year uh, as acting director of service. And I have responsibility for all, all the C's generally. Cor- corporate, uh, community, climate action uh, and the Ukrainian refugee response. Okay, so cover a huge area. Actually, how how big is uh, Galway City Council? Like, how many employees is there? Approximately coming close to now, about about four hundred people. So it's a big organization. So you cover a lot of different areas, then. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, you know, we, the engagement with the the broader community uh, that's that's a big part of it, um, uh, and a very important part of our our, our relationship. Um, I'm also deals with some of the the corporate. Uh, Sections of the council, and that—that's the dealings with the councillors and the engagement councillors and and the committees that they have, uh, and so on. And then, a growing area has been the Ukrainian uh, refugee response and, and refugees in, in general, uh, and that's a new area for for local authorities. But we've responded well so far to to uh, uh, an extreme situation uh, and an awful situation for Ukrainians. And yeah, and then climate action. Which is one of the major challenges we'll face in the in the next decade. And is that a, a relatively new area as well, the climate action? Our environmental section would have been looking at climate change and climate adaptation, and and, and but now, we, given the national plans and, and the climate action plans at national level and the, the targets to get to net zero and reduce our carbon footprint, is becoming a, a bigger and bigger priority. So, we're 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 scaling up the team in here. Uh, we're appointing new staff. Um, uh, and a key role we'll have is is not just the work that the council can do to reduce its own carbon footprint, but it's it's what the community uh, and that's all communities from the private citizen to the businesses uh, to the tourism community, uh, how we can all reduce our carbon footprint because uh, we have we have tough targets to meet nationally, uh, um, but uh, we have a responsibility, I would say, uh, you know. Globally, uh, as a as a as human beings, to try and try and turn around the, the 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 negative direction we're in, I just can't underiterate the the importance that's going to be in 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 my work and the city council's work and the citizens' uh, activity over the next decade. You know, we have a, a, a high quality environment here. It's it, it's you know we blue flag beaches in the city centre. Um, we have. Uh, crystal clear waters and the river carb and uh you know it's a salmon fishery which is 
phenomenal running through a city and and the river carve as well and the lake as well that you know and it's it's we have to protect that uh, and and it's going to be a challenge it's not going to be easy it, it change of behavior is going to have to be across the board but it's something we really need to work on so we can keep this place as good as it is and in fact Galway is such a young city i would hope that that means the attitude you know, the people are positive towards it. Like, have you noticed people's attitude is changing over the last couple of years? I think we we are we have seen it, uh, but people have uh, have been taking the low hanging fruit, and, and you do see people putting it. And my, I see it with my neighbours, and I you see it myself. The solar panels going on the roof, the electric car. You know, when you're changing, and and that work is happening. But there, there, there's harder stuff coming, uh, you know, in, in the change of behaviour, in the pedestrianisation of city centres. You know, as I say, I walk to and from work. The levels of walking and pedestrian and cycling in Galway is quite high relative to, to, to the rest of the cities in, in the last census. Um, and a large that is because of students and so on. But more and more of us are going to have to switch from our private cars into public transport once those networks are developed more. And it's that change of behavior. And then, you know, change is always a, a challenge for people. But, you know, that's where, you know, um, some mornings it's hard to walk out in the rain, uh, you know. But if you have the right gear, uh, you, you, you can walk into town uh, or cycle in. Um, and once we can make it safe and, and, and accessible for people. Um, so I think, as you said, there's good intentions uh, in people and everybody's for it. Uh, but we have to stick to it now, and it's it's going to be the resilience and the, and and our commitment over a long period of time to that change that 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 will challenge us. But uh, you know, look, I'm positive about Galway. I'm positive about Irish people. We 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 faced big challenges in the past, mm-hmm. and we stood up to them. Uh, I'm very confident as a nation and and as a city, we will do the same. We have we can change. Uh, we we have the capacity in it, and and we're doing it all the time. Uh, we shouldn't fear it. Um, uh, and yeah, it does. You know, we can work together to get these things and deal with these major challenges. Yeah, that's it. We all take. You know, we all do our little bits, and then just keep doing those little changes, uh, and that will make a difference over time. And how do you find that then dealing? You know, so you kind of you're dealing with it internally, but then you're also dealing with externally, i.e., through businesses, etc. How do you find that? Um, yeah, look, I, I would have done it all through. I've come up through, I've been in local government for 20 years, generally working in the economic and community sections, uh, which I've always involved working in partnership and collaboration w- with different stakeholders around, around, around the organization. Previously, it was in Galway County Council. Now I'm in the city council. So it's about building relationships, working together collaboratively. Many of the issues and, and, and challenges that we've faced in the economic side is employment generation, unemployment, poverty and all that. They're, they're only issues that we can deal in collaboration between a lot of stakeholders. And that can be anybody from universities to local businesses, to local employers, to the citizens, to residents uh, and to uh, vulnerable groups in society. So uh, it's, it, 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 it can make, um, it can take longer uh, because you're dealing with uh, other organizations and you're, you, you know, you, 
resources are always a challenge in everybody's organization. But um, you generally get more sustainable and longer and better impacts when you, when you work in collaboration with other organizations. Did you say you've been 20 years working for, like, was that all Galway? Was it Galway County and then Galway City? Or yeah. yeah, I had about 16 years in, in Galway County. Uh, I moved to Galway City in 2018. Um, so about coming up on five years this September with, with the city. And did you notice any differences? Is it, all, is it very similar, like going from a county to the city? Yeah, like uh, it, there's slight changes in in that um, the city has kind of, and I was over it up till recently. We deliver more sort of services uh, through community centres and community facilities and sports facilities and cultural facilities. Uh, in the county, there was less of that sort of direct provision of sports facilities. We more worked with groups to enable them to get sports capital. So you'd work with GA clubs, and they'd go off and build their own facilities. More in the city, we actually deliver those services. Um, so that, that just needs more resources, uh, in, in service delivery than you might have had in the county. Um, largely same challenges, you know, uh, uh, the, the economic development, uh, sustainability, um, improving people's quality of life and, 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 uh, and improving particularly in the community side, uh, access to the, the most marginalized and trying to make sure they're included in society. Same challenges in a city and the county. Just the personnel might be different. You might be in rural areas. It might be older persons are isolated, whereas in the city it, it might be there. There's uh, deprived areas that you you have to need more focused results and and more homelessness in the city than you might have out in the county. Just small cha- differences like that. And you know, like you, you mentioned about the, the the Ukrainian humanitarian response. So that, I mean, obviously a few years ago, we wouldn't have known anything like this. But so it ha- you had to get that up and running very quickly, I presume. Yeah, we did. Uh, and then there was a flood of people coming in in their thousands into the into the into the country. Uh, and we were able to respond quickly. And, and fundamentally is because of the relationships that we have with community organizations, with the, the other partners and the statutory partners like the HSE, um, the uh, Galway City Partnership. And I, I always love to name a few, but mm-hmm. there's, we, we have a community response forum out there uh, where we have a sort of um, network of agencies that work with 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 the with groups in this in, in these circumstances. We've worked through them through COVID and prior to that through other challenges through uh, local development. So that that familiarity between the partners in advance means we can all uh, we're all we all know each other. We can all respond together and collectively, and and that helps. Um, yeah. That you have, and that helps in a, the city the size when it's when it's a small city and people know each other in different agencies. You don't need all that time trying to get build up trust and getting to know people. Uh, so it means you can respond quicker, uh, and that's what had to happen that time. So we called together the partners, looked at what we could do, what accommodation was available, what support services, um, and again, great input from the community voluntary sector. Great input from our others, our own staff. Great input from the other uh, organisations in the city to who rallied around and tried to provide accommodation and 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 uh, PSN numbers, uh, school places, um, just uh, donations of, of clothes, uh, emergency kits, and all that, and 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 so on. So you, you got that response quickly. And did you find that the public's response was great during that period? Or very supportive. I- 
Yeah, very positive. Uh, and, you know, look, we're, we're a nation that has in living memory the whole, uh, the, the, the whole negativity of migration and, and losing generations. Uh, so I think that, that came to the fore. People know and we all have relatives overseas. Um, and, you know, we would like our relatives overseas to be treated as well. And I think we, that, that showed in, in Irish society generally, not just in Galway City, but most places in, in how we, how we, we cater for people who are, are in misfortune of migration. I mean, Galway is famous for being multicultural or people from all over Ireland move there. So there's always that great tradition, people moving in and out of the city. So I presume that kind of helps with everything. It does. And like, I think we've over 20 percent. We've won the highest uh, uh, levels of diversity in the country. And, and, and that's happened in a rapid period. Uh, the, the university culture and the tourism cultures of that movement of people in and out over generate over decades has given that understanding and comfort, I think, in in, uh, in Galway city citizens about people coming coming and going and, and being open to it uh, and long may it last but you know that's also had huge benefits for the city that, that like when we talk about the vibrancy and the creativity and the energy that's in the city that's come from that in migration and then that transfer mm-hmm. and, uh, and diversity um and that's that's helping in our future growth and everybody's prosperity so it, it it's it, it it's it's a very good thing to have that that um in migration. True. And, and and then on the other side, even say for the arts, there's a great tradition of that in Galway. And that adds to it, doesn't it? Absolutely. And arts is a tool that we are more and more using to try and uh, support the integration of diversity um, and, 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 and art and sports uh, uh, and, and that kind of engaged, soft engagement breaks down ba- barriers. Um, it enables people to integrate. Uh, and we're working with the Volunteer Centre to work with clubs and organizations to try and uh, uh, integrate as many Ukrainians and other non-nationals into the activities. Um, but yeah, like even our, our arts culture comes from that migration of people in mm. to the city, to the university in the 70s and 80s. That was the formation of Druids, Machnus and so on. So that legacy of being a cultural uh, mecca or in the country comes from that migration and 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 the Irish language that's here already, but that embracing of diversity. It also kind of gives Galway its kind of character, doesn't it? I, uh, it differentiates yeah. us. And a, a key thing we're trying to do, even around the tourism development, is what differentiates it, what makes this a great place. And that, yeah, that diversity is one, but that culture is, is, is a is a uh, uh, in, in inestimable value uh, in the in in society. Improves the quality of life. Key thing for us nowadays is trying to maximize the engagement of of marginalized communities in that cultural activity. So, um, so everybody gets an opportunity to express their full cultural uh, skills or cult- cultural talent or their cultural appreciation. And we need to work harder in that area. We we know that 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 um, we need to broaden the audiences that we see in the cultural acti- organizations and the participation uh, on the stages that we create. And those stages should be also in the housing estates throughout the, the city. It just should not be focused just on con- cultural institutions. We, we need culture to be an everyday activity for everybody. When companies are looking for employees, they, I've, I've heard companies saying that, that they often notice things like that about the sporting facilities, particularly the cultural 
uh, you know, the festivals and things like that. It's a huge, um, it's a huge way of getting people to come to their area. So they're very supportive, I would guess, or it's a big, big area for you to push. Absolutely. Um, like a lot of times now, uh, it's a very competitive uh, employment market out there. And, and when multinationals move in here or we have growth of indigenous companies, they have to recruit internationally. They have to recruit nationally and internationally. It, 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 the, the, the labor pool is no longer in the city. Uh, they have to attract people to come here. Salaries is one thing, but that, that, that only gets you so far. Uh, and it's that quality of life. Uh, that Galway has uh, that makes it easier for those multinationals to attract the high caliber of individual they're looking for. And we have some benchmarks, you know, I think last year we were ranked as uh, in the top six of of, uh, European destinations, European cities uh, all over Europe as a, as a place to raise a family. Uh, So they had done a a range of indicators, I think 40, 50 indicators about safety, education, um, quality of life and stuff like that. And we were number six or or in the top six of Mm -hmm. places. Um, And we constantly, the city constantly uh, scores highly in in those international comparisons. Um, uh, And that those those organizations, when they're making decisions about where they're locating um, their 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 corporate headquarters or their their outreach businesses pay significant attention to those benchmarks um, because they know they're they'll struggle to get employees here if it's not a great place to live um, if it doesn't have a great quality of life if there isn't knowledge institutions like University of Galway and ATU um, so yeah we have a lot we rank highly on those things um, uh, and uh, the cultural activity and vibrancy. Uh, is also a key indicator and, you know, the environment, the air quality, uh, the, 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 the noise pollution. These are all now more increasingly benchmarked indicators that everybody looks at before deciding where they're going to uh, move yeah. their company or move their, their, their living place. And the great thing is, is Galway has such great name recognition, doesn't it? You know. <laughs> It does, and I think we, but it doesn't. Uh, if you go, and I, part of my work, I'm lucky, I get, I travel a lot internationally on behalf of business, and the name recognition of Galway isn't as high in the US and in, in many parts of Europe as we might think it is. And it, and that's something we're working on with, with branding and stuff like that. Generally, when pe- the, the, we do more and more research with visitors to Galway, the satisfaction levels are huge. Uh, but prior to coming here, the uh, brand recognition of Galway isn't that significant compared to other parts. Of Dublin is very high, as you can imagine. Waterford is higher, I'd say, than Galway because of Waterford Crystal. And Killarney would be higher just from a tradition of, in America, they're familiar with the, the lakes of Killarney and stuff like that. But a quirky one is um, there was a, Connemara has a higher recognition in France maybe than Galway because there was a song many years ago uh, about Connemara in French and that they have better brand recognition of uh, of Connemara. Now what what is growing is the brand recognition of, of the the wide Atlantic way mm. and we are seen as a key embar- uh, engagement point on that brand. And are you originally from Galway yourself? Kind of. Uh, I uh, moved here when I was 16. My family moved here. My father's job was moved here and our family moved here when I was 16. Kind of came and went. Uh, but yeah, and uh, my wife uh, came from Dublin and she moved here to college. I've traveled, lived up and down the West Coast. I'd find I'd struggle to find a better place uh, again. 
you know, to raise a family, to, to work, to live, uh, you know, it's, it's an exceptional place. And um, uh, it's only when you go away to other places that you probably appreciate it more. Exactly. Yeah, there is there's something magical about Galway. It just it does have an atmosphere, doesn't it? It does. I mean, uh, and look, I, when I, before I moved to Galway, my family lived in Limerick, uh, good city too as well. But it just doesn't have the access to the ocean, access to the sea and the lakes and the mountains at a, at a drop of a hat. And I say all my family are from Kerry and, and it's hard to beat Kerry. But as a city to live in, uh, I have to say Galway is better. I'll give you an example um, I can walk to and from work. I'm, I'm lucky that way. I can walk home in, in the evening, uh, have my dinner, and I can be kayaking in the bay. And I, it happened last week. I was kayaking out in the bay with my wife in a double kayak, and we had three dolphins jumping beside us. I don't know any other city in the world that you'd, you'd be able to do that, uh, mm. you know, in, in such a, you know, in, in the same evening. And is there a particular area in your job, like as you cover a lot of areas that you particularly like, or like are you particularly fond of the arts or? Look, I, I, it's so broad. I get I get to sample a lot of things. Uh, my background is economic development and, and economics, and, and you know that I've always liked working in that in the tourism industry and and and, and de- delivering and growth in, in economic development. To work in the arts in Galway, you can't get a, a better place to work in the arts, and the experiences you get uh, are wonderful. But my job in, in, enables me to meet and engage with a lot of people, uh, um, both people who live here visitors uh and that's the best part of my job is is that people engagement and 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 uh working with people so i get i get to do that and enjoy it yeah i always think like counties have personalities like do you think galway has its own personality uh does it have its own personality (laughs) absolutely and if so Uh, what is it I, I think I think it's like possibly like the third level student it, it, you know it it's it's vibrant it's young it's challenging um um uh it, it kind of likes changing its uh, changing around things kind of experimenting um uh but yeah I think that's it maybe that 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 time in your life when you're moving from carefree to 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 responsibility and go with somewhere in that period where we were we were kind of a, a city under the radar for a long time, but now we're starting to, to get everybody's notice. And 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 the example I'd use on that, like when I tell people that uh, we have delegations coming over from all over the world, because we're seen as one of the top five medical device clusters in the world for a city of eighty thousand. That is phenomenal. That is like that is all the, all the, we have cities with populations of tens of millions mm-hmm. coming to us asking us. How can ye be the top five cluster? There's only 80,000 of you. Now, we don't tell them because we're not giving away our secrets. But I was going to my next question. <laughs> and who was the first? I mean, who was there one company that was it an Irish company or an American company that set up first? Oh, in the in the med tech, I would say oh, it was an American company. I, I get like I'd have to. Was it Boston Scientific that came that's, first? Well, that's the one I was thinking, actually. I yeah. think it is Boston Scientific. But that would have come off the, and I'm just, digital were here first. And and, yeah. and, 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 and they were in the IT side. And, and we have an IT cluster based on that. Now, they left subsequently, but and the, the large manufacturing part of it. But they changed their iteration and, and they're still here in different shape and form. But I think it. Uh, now, I stand corrected, but I think it was Boston Scientific. Then you had Medtronic. Uh, it's organically grown, uh, and the scale now is of international uh, levels. Part of part of that is because 
EU membership, part is the education, part is the university, part is the tax relief. You know, there's a combination of there isn't one thing uh, and it's evolved over time. So it's not a it's not a they, somebody can come here and, and mirror it exactly. But the quality of life is also part of it. What I will also say is, is it's a remarkably safe city. Uh, and, and that's a key thing as well. And, and I, I keep iterating that we, we look at the, the crime statistics uh, and we benchmark them that we're lower in most of the main crime statistics than the national averages. And that's unusual for an urban area. So we're lower than, you know, the average takes both the urban and rural. We're lower on most crime statistics in the country. And that's very important. And I just put in the mind of not just a, a multinational employee, but a parent from Mayo or, or uh, Tipperary who might be sending their third level child, their, their, their pride and joy to a city away for first time from home, that they know when they send them to University of Galway or ATU, that it's a safe city. Um, and I, I've, I've uh, children in their 20s who live here still and in college here. And I'm delighted that they're in a safe city as well. So it, it it's it's that's an important thing that we underestimate as well, I think. Um, but it always, you know, we have incidents. Every city does, but it's particularly safe. Could you tell me one thing that's unique or special in your opinion about Galway? It's kind of my walk home. I, I, I walk home every it takes me 40 odd minutes, but I walk down Shop Street up along the and, and there's buskers and people sitting out and there's a, a, a bohemian positive vibe all year round like this is november december january february march and then i walk up along the 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 riverbank on the new pedestrian bridge to the college campus and that's a wildlife corridor where there may be herons fishing uh, and salmon jumping and i can see them um and again i say that quality of life that walk home is 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 unique and and i haven't seen it in any other city and i'm i'd love to i'd love to visit a city that has it Exactly. I love that, I have to say. Thank you, Fergal. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening and we look forward to sharing some more great interviews every Tuesday. Please subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts and you'll be the first to hear new episodes every Tuesday. You are listening to the Galway City Your Council podcast. <laughs>